Happy Saturday night, everyone, and welcome to this special UFC 263 post-fight show on the Black Alien Sportscast. I am your host, the Black Alien from Another Planet. Thank you so much for joining me this evening. You can always catch me on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, and all available podcast streaming apps. Well, if you just watched UFC 263 that took place at the Gila River Arena in Glendale, you were not disappointed, and I was not either. There were so many tremendous fights. Wow. History made tonight as well. Um, big congratulations to Brandon, the assassin baby Moreno, for becoming the first Mexican-born fighter to, wi- to win a UFC title. Submitting Davison Figueredo. In the third round for Rear Naked Choke, 226 of the third round. This fight was amazing in in itself. It was a beautiful fight. This one was even, God, as good as their first fight. But Brandon Moreno made all the right adjustments. He was very comfortable, very active, very controlling on the feet. Um, Figueredo really, I don't think, had any answers for... what Moreno was doing in the stand-up and in the striking game. And when he tried to take Moreno down, Moreno you Moreno worked beautifully front on his back on the ground, was able to get the submission, and it was a tremendous performance by Brandon Moreno, and a big congratulations once to him for making history. Viva Mexico, my friend. Viva, viva Mexico. And congrats to you. And Devson Vigoredo. The way he showed class in defeat was just very gracious. Two outstanding flyweight warriors. They have got to do this again. I would love to see a third fight between these two men. It, because that fight would be amazing. And I mean amazing. But this card wasn't just that fight, everyone. But also it had the return of Stockton's own from the 209 Nate Diaz against Leon Rocky Edwards. And I got to give it to Edwards. He put up a masterful performance in that fight with his striking and he really um was able to tag Diaz um whenever he wanted he fought a very masterful fight and yeah but Diaz did his thing Diaz caught him in that fifth round near the end and I wanted Nate Diaz to get that finish so bad and get the victory I really did if he had more time if he had around another 30 30 seconds or a minute if he would have caught him earlier I think Nate Diaz would have won this fight and it we, we still it would have been amazing if he would have won, but <clears throat> unfortunately did not. Leon Edwards got the victory. Great performance on his part. Congratulations to him. Amazing fight by both men. Big ups to him. And of course, the main event of the evening had the middleweight champion Israel, the last style bender Adesanya against Marvin the Italian Dream Vittori. And it was all Adesanya for all five rounds. Um, he just literally destroyed Vittori on the feet with his striking, his leg kicks to Marvin Vittori's legs, his kicks to the head, kicks to the body, and kicks and punches. Everything that Adesanya did in the stand-up was tremendous, and he defended Vittori's takedowns very well. Although Vittori did get him down a few times, Adesanya was able to get back to his feet. And that was really the big problem when Vittori had gotten him down, in my opinion. Um, Vittori was not really able to establish any offense 
um, when he had the chance and really couldn't do anything in the stand-up game because he was purely outclassed. He, he was outclassed in that juncture, and that's what champions do. They outclass their opponents. And Israel Adesanya did that, and he said next up, his next up opponent is going to be Rob, Robert the Reaper Whitaker, Blaine Knuckles. And, but he said this time it's going to be on his terms. He wants it in New Zealand. And I could see that happening, um, having that fight in New Zealand. It would be massive. <clears throat> it would be completely massive with Whitaker and, and Adesanya both going at it in New Zealand. If that fight happens, I hope it does before the end of the year or at least going into the next year. But we will see, fans. We will see. But also on the preliminary fights, um, there were a couple standouts in that one as well. Um, Miss uh, Lucky Lauren Murphy getting a very close split decision victory over Joanne Jojo Calderwood. And it was um, it was a back and forth fight. The first round, Calderwood won, in my opinion, um, got the better of the striking exchanges. But in the second round, when Murphy got Calderwood down on the ground, it was all Murphy. She just dominated Calderwood on the ground and won the second round. The third round, that was pretty close. That was a pretty close round, in my opinion. I thought Calderwood won the fight, honestly. But I think the work that Murphy did in the second round was really the big difference in that fight and what really propelled her to victory. <clears throat> Now, does it mean she may get the next shot against Valentina Shevchenko? Who knows? Who knows? Um, I think it might very well be Shevchenko's next fight. Um, Murphy's won five in a row, and that could be a pretty decent flyweight championship fight. We'll see if it gets made. We will see if it gets made. And also, big ups to the young man Terrence T-Rex McKinney for his his seven-second knockout (laughs) which was just tremendous over um, the steamroller Drew. I forgot his name. I, I got to look his name up again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I know he goes by the steamroller Drew, the steamroller something. I had his last name at the tip of my head, but I just can't remember right now. But in short, T-Rex McKinney, Terrence T-Rex McKinney guys are pulling for a simple one-two, and then just when he got him down, just finished him off with punches. But the funny thing is, he buckled his knee in the process. But hey, hopefully, as he said, the knee tweaked a little bit. He stretched it out, and so hopefully he'll be fine. Hopefully, and he will be just fine, ladies and gentlemen. So, with that said, being said, my analysis of UFC 263 in Glendale, very solid card, very good card. The three fights that they heavily advertised were really beyond worth the price of admission. I mean, everybody that won, um, Leon Edwards, as I said, big ups to him. But also special big ups to Brandon Moreno for making history tonight. And as I said, becoming the UFC flyweight champion. And Israel Adesanya, we just saw, did his thing and put on a masterful performance against Marvin Vittori. And that was UFC 263, ladies and gentlemen, in a nutshell. And now we look forward to the next big one. Um, UFC 264, Poirier McGregor 3, on July 10th. But of course, before that, next week is UFC Fight Night. That's going to feature a very entertaining featherweight title fight with Dan 50K Ige and the Korean Zombie. Now, for all of us, for all of you hardcore MMA fans out there, 
know these two fighters, you know this fight's going to be a bar burner. And if you want to see action, this fight's going to be all action. And that's next week on ESPN+. Plus. Look at it. Wait for it. Get ready for it. But as we all know, there, MMA wasn't the only action on tonight. There was also boxing. Featured um, Shakur Stevenson. And he was dominating in his performance over over his opponent, Nakathalia. I think Jamel Nakathalia just dominated all 12 rounds, shut him out in the scorecards, 120-107. The only knack on that, um, from what I've seen and read, is that <clears throat> Shakur Stevenson didn't go for the knockout. He just outboxed the guy. But he did say in his post-fight interview that his opponent was a very awkward fighter who... Who, had, who knew how to grab and get away and dodge punches, in which he said it made it harder for a knockout. And he, Stevenson did say he will do better next time, and I have no doubt of, doubt about that. He will. But once again, he won. He did his part. Now he has to. Now he has to. Um, I believe. Now he. I think he might have to fight Herring next, or <clears throat> wait for the wait for the opponent of Herring's fight in his mandatory. And if Herring wins that fight. I believe then he'll fight Shakur Stevenson. The winner of that fight will then fight Oscar Valdez. Yep, it's all a weird, complicated thing, but hey, that's how Bob Arum set it up. I'm not a promoter. I'm just a fan with an opinion with a podcast. That's all I am. <laughs> but all, and now we move on to our next subject, <clears throat> Clippers. Yeah, we're going, we're switching to basketball, ladies and gentlemen, and Clippers come back get a um get a dominant home win over utah now that series is two games to one and i believe the clippers will be looking to even the series up monday night at staples center will they even up at two or will the jazz recover enough time to go up three games to one we'll see we'll see what happens when we get to that juncture but also tomorrow there's a big game on game for bucks nets now another imperative game for the bucks to tie up which they need. Um, can they pull it off and make it a 2-2 series? Or will Brooklyn put the clamps on them and go up three games to one and put a stranglehold on this series? Again, that's something we'll have to see, but I think it'll be another close, tight-knit game where it probably is going to come down to the, to the wire until who can get the last shot. And I think Milwaukee will tie this series up and um, take it back to Brooklyn, even up and go game five. But we also know tomorrow they could break out the brooms. Not for that one, but you know which one for. Suns Nuggets. And as I said before in previous episodes, and as I said earlier this morning, I, we, I believe the Phoenix Suns are going to um, sweep the Nuggets and call the day and get their much-needed rest. <clears throat> and that would be the end of that, ladies and gentlemen, and so I think the Suns will move on, sit back, and await the winner of the Clippers Jazz. Will that happen? Who knows? Who knows what will happen? But one thing that is a plus on the Nuggets side, they did come back from a 3 1 deficit twice in the bubble, but this is a 3 0 deficit, and no team in NBA history, not one, has ever came back from a 3 0 deficit to win a playoff series. That's um, what can it be done? Probably, but you gotta be man. You gotta really believe believe in yourself and have a lot of fight in you. And I don't know if Denver has any fight left after these three losses. But we'll see if they do have any fight left. 
if they can find a way to win the game, push it back to game five in Phoenix. My gut feeling says no. I think a sweep will happen. I think it'll be, it'll call it a day. And that will be a wrap on that, ladies and gentlemen. And speaking of wraps, I'm going to put a wrap on this show. Relax a bit. And then I'll probably be back on our tomorrow, Monday, to give my post analysis on both the on both games that have been played. That will be played Bucks, Nets, Suns, Nuggets tomorrow. And thank you so much for joining me for this special episode of the Sportscast. Remember, catch me on Spotify, Anchor, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, and all available podcasts, and Patreon, ladies and gentlemen. You can reach me at blkanliensports at gmail.com by email for questions, comments, feedback, or any topic you'd like me to discuss. I'll be happy to discuss it with you any given time. Till then, this is the Alien signing off, saying thank you and good night. Bye.